Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelech, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Okay. So let's go to what Moses is most famous for. Now, you've all heard me speak about the 39 lashes that the Messiah received on the cross was for the bondages that um, Egypt would put on Israel. No one's ever really, I've never really gone into why. Well, we're about to go into why. Ten plagues. You've all heard of it. You've all seen it. We've all seen the Ten Commandments, the plagues played out in Charlton Heston. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit trail because I'll get in trouble. Okay, but in Hebrew, you would say, Eser HaMakot. Makot in Hebrew means lash. Lash, as in whip. See what I'm saying? So the ten plagues were actually the ten scourges that God put on Egypt. See it? Because there were 39 scourges that Egypt put on Israel. See, we lose it in that, why not call it the 10 lashes? It makes what happened to Jesus when he was being whipped by the Roman soldiers. Oh, wait a minute, now I get it. Wait, now I'm starting to see this. I'm getting this now. Oh, I get it. He's being lashed because God used the lash to punish Egypt. And Egypt used the lash to punish Israel. So what did God, Jesus have to do? He had to take the lash to overcome Israel's failure and allowing themselves to become captive and bonded to Egypt. That's why he received those 39 lashes. Of course it makes sense. I mean, this is the thing, but we want to throw it out. It's scary because that's that's what Israel did in Egypt with Pharaoh. So God had to break that addiction and he had to do it brutally. So we come to what Moses is most known for. Moses, Moshe, those three letters. We already showed it to you in Jesus on a cross. Crazy, right? Mind-boggling. Now, let's see it in the plagues or the lashes. So, the first two that we had, and I, I have written down the God, the name of the God and what it was. So, the first two that we have was Osiris and Hecate, right? So, Osiris is the god of the Nile, and Hecate is the goddess of fertility, but her head is always portrayed as a frog's head, okay? So, the first two plagues that were sent on Egypt were water. Huh. Now Genesis chapter one, verse three, and I've said this a thousand times. And God said, you would say in Hebrew, way or ve Elohim Omer, right? And I, and I know it's not lost on you, but I want you to focus on the first word there in Hebrew. Ve Omer. Now I want you to look at the same word in Exodus chapter 7. They, Omer, and God said. 
It's the same exact word. The difference is, and God said, Elohim Omer, in other words, in the beginning, the Father said to create. But here we have the one who says, I will be what I will be. We have Yahweh now saying, I said. And God said, now it's Yahweh saying. Okay, so what did and God said? And God said to Moses 10 times, and God said. So it's no longer Elohim who's saying, now God's taking on a new form. He's like, I'm going to be what I'm going to be. I'm going to be their punishment. And God said, and all the plagues to follow. So the first two involve what? Water. What's the first letter in Moses' name, Mem, what does it mean? Water. Let's look at plagues three through five. Plague number three, it hit the earth, right? The gnats and the lice. Plague man, plague the animals. I've never had lice, but I heard it's not pleasant. And especially the way this lice was hidden, and the gnats, yeah, we're talking about, I mean, I know there's stories of guys in the jungle during Vietnam and World War II that were basically eaten alive by the gnats and the lice. So it was brutal. Now, this is, this, is that's just the jungle. This is epidemic proportion, okay? So he attacked the earth, and the name of the god was Geb, the, the Egyptian god. Then he attacked man, but not all men, Egyptian men and women. And children. And he aimed it at Kebri, who was the god of flies. So not only did he have the knights and the lace, the, the lice, knights and the lace, the knights and the lice, then he hits him with flies. Okay, now what do flies do? They get into your house. They get into everything. These flies carry disease. So why was there gnats and lice? Because the frogs came out of the River Nile and they died. So when the flog, the flog, the frog plague came and all of the frogs died, it was, think about it, the corpses rotted. What happened? Gnats and lice. So what happened? The gnats and lice, then came the flies. The flies eat from the decomposed bodies, and then they go into the homes. They get into the bread. They get into everything. But only in Egypt. God had set Goshen apart. So all these things were just going in Egypt. Then he went after their wealth. And it was aimed at the god Apis, who is the god of fertility. And you've seen Apis because he has the bull, the, 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 the head of a cow with the steers. He's their goddess, their god of livestock, all livestock. Horses, sheep, pigs, cattle, all of it. Anything that you can think of for livestock, whatever they may be, and I'm not a farmer, so I don't know, but anything livestock. Now God took Israel's wealth because without water, livestock can't live. You have water, you have livestock, you have wells, you got wealth. You can do anything, right? You have water, man, you can do, you can do all of it. God attacks their number one source because already the, the fishing was already gone, right? So he destroyed the fishing already, right? 
And now what he did was he destroyed their livestock after putting a plague on them. Okay? So then he goes after man and animals in the, what is this, the sixth plague? Yes. One, two, three, four, five, the sixth plague. And it was aimed at ISIS. That sounds familiar, right? A bunch of idiots that named themselves after a a woman god in Egypt. They also had, I don't know if you remember in Saturday morning cartoons, they had Shazam and ISIS. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I knew. All right. ISIS. She was the god of health. So what God did was say, oh, you're the health god? (laughs) You're their their, um, peace love doper? Well, guess what? Peace love doper. I'm going to put boils all over every Egyptian man and animal. Think about the hell these people were going through. Yeah, right? And he also decided, I'm not only going to go after ISIS, I'm going to go after Imhotep, Imhotep, who's the god of healing. So you know what? You're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to heal yourself. So what did God do? The first thing he did in the Mem was to to plague. Now, it wasn't just the River Nile. It was every water supply. The brooks, the streams, the rivers, every water supply, every well, everything was plagued. The Mem. What did he do in the next four plagues? He devoured, he consumed, and he destroyed their wealth. He took them down. I'm going to destroy your economy. I'm going to devour it. That's what the sheen represents in Moses' name. You're with me, right? Mm-hmm. You seeing this? Yes. This is like serious stuff. I read this today when I was going and putting this all together. That's when I said, I, there's no way this is what I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it is. It is. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing. Moses' name is being acted out yeah. right here in the place. And then we saw it on the cross. <laughs> Why do you think Moses is so daggum important? That Moses showed up on the Mount of Transfiguration. Because in Jesus, they had a thing. They were like bro arms, right? They do the bro thing, right? They were like, yeah, hey, yo. They did the fist bump. I don't know what they do anymore. You know the bro hugs? Anyway. So that's plagues three through six. And God said, I'm going to devour, consume, and destroy your entire economy. Now, in doing this, what is God saying before they even know it? An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Yeah. What you don't forget what these are called, the ten lashes. Mm -hmm. You bonded my people. You put my people into slavery. You beat them. You threw my babies into the River Nile for the crocodiles to eat. I don't know if it was crocs or alligators. It just that's the way it's depicted on everything, right? So we'll go with it. I wonder. We'll go with them. The gator thing from Florida, right? Or baby shark. Yeah. Okay. Now nah, there was no sharks in the river. It wasn't salt water. So anyway, well maybe it was salt water. I don't know. Then it would be crocodiles, right? Alligators don't live in salt water. Is that right? So they'd have to be crocs. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't care. So, but I want you to understand. Now I completely lost where I was at. Okay, so what's happening here is God is saying, I am holding you liable for what you did. Recompense. So you see, your crime against my people 
I'm going to deliver back on you in a law, like as if a tort, a legal claim saying you did this, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to destroy your entire economy. Abraham. The promise. The promise Abraham. And you know what else he's saying? He's like, you did all this to my people, so I'm going to destroy your economy. And later on when they leave, what does he tell his people to do? Now you go in and you take every piece of gold. You take their riches and you leave. Because that, my friend, is what the, the, the court finding is going to be. I'm blanking on the words here. When you go to civil court yeah. and you sue somebody and the verdict is, okay, well, you're going to get five million, six million. This is the verdict. But this is just for what they did to their bodies, to their children, right? An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. This has nothing to do with the firstborn yet, does it? Okay. So now we come to the Hebrew letter for hey. Remember what hey means, to behold, to reveal, to gasp. It's Yah. It's God's divine letter, mm -hmm. Hashem. Hashem. What does he do? Plagues 7, 8, and 9 involve the sky and the heavens. Woo! Now he's revealing himself, right? Because we're, they have to look up. Yeah. They have to behold. Because now he's done with the earth. So now he's like, okay, now that I've decimated your economy, just to put the exclamation point on, because he's like, I want them dead. So what is he going to do? He attacks the heavens. Right? So the first thing he does is he destroys their agriculture. Right. So it's aimed at the god nut. <laughs> That's a heck of a name. To I got some, oh, never mind. So goddess, she is the goddess. I'll, I'll, I'll continue it when we're off air. She's the, she is the goddess of the sky. And what, how does he attack her? Hail. Out of nowhere. Hail comes down so hard and so heavy, it destroys their entire agriculture. And then he says, you have another god. And his name is Shu. He's the god of calm skies and easy sailing. Well, I'm going to go at him too, so I'm going to whip up a storm, a hailstorm with wind. And that hail is going to fly everywhere, and it's going to destroy everything. So then, this one is my favorite, because people tend to think, oh, he sends locusts. Why did he send the locusts? He tells Pharaoh. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send the the. Uh, you know how I'm, I'm talking like I'm, like I'm there. You know, like right. I'm, you know, from Brooklyn and all. I'm mm -hmm. I'm I'm a dude. This is what the God speaking to Pharaoh, right? But in like a Brooklyn a Brooklyn style. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do, dude. Right? Because you don't do this. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send locusts. They're gonna destroy everything. But you know who's gonna know about this? I'm I'm doing this because you'll never forget it. Because I'm doing this to attack not only you but your son. And your grandson and everybody that comes through your line will forever know that I humiliated you. That's what it says. That's what it says. We don't ever preach that because we, we brush over the thing. We brush over it because of what Hollywood did. But man, so how do locusts come in anyway? Locusts come in on a storm. 
locusts do not travel on their own. They only get caught in a like a, um, a stream, a stream of air that goes across the desert. When the locusts realize it's coming, they start to um, they mate and then they break their their molting. And when that stream hits, all they do is jump up, and the stream carries them. And so they get carried wherever the the, the, the wind takes them. And so if the wind takes them and wherever it dies out is where they settle. So God does is, okay, I'm going to whip up a storm and now I'm going to humiliate you, Pharaoh, and all your gods, because I'm going to send a plague like you've never seen a locust. I'm going to send a lash. I'm going to lash you. And so this was aimed at who? Set. God, the set is one of their main gods. Set is their god of order. If things get crazy, they go to set and they offer a sacrifice and say, please let things calm. We need you calm, set. Different from um, different from Shu that controlled the skies and the and the, the boats on the river and the fishing. This this was he brought calm on the land. So not only does God go after Set, who's one of their main gods, he goes after two others, Nepper and Nepri. One is the god of grain, the other one's the goddess of grain. And so what does he do? He sends the locusts and completely destroys the agriculture. Now they got nothing. Oh, they're decimated. He preaches to the Democrats. And then, <laughs> and then, the 10th plague. He aims it at the heavens, right? It's aimed at Ra and all the gods, okay? And it uh, obviously, Ra is the god of the sun, right? So this is when the three days of darkness fall over the land. And it says it becomes so dark that nobody can see. So Ra is the sun god, their main deity. So his last two plagues were after their two main big guys. He said, now I'm gonna take them both down, but I'm gonna put you in dark for three days and for three nights. Well, why? Because later we're told, what is Jonah? He spends three days and three nights in the darkness of the belly of the whale. Right? And the Messiah is in the dark grave for three days and three nights. So what is God saying here? What is God doing here? He's revealing that out of darkness must come light. And God said, let there be light. Because darkness was over the whole land. Wow. Which is why an eclipse happened when Jesus went to the cross for three hours, right? Because it was fulfilling this right here. Because the Messiah was saying, here, I'm going to live out. I took the lashes for Israel. Now I'm going to live out three days, but it'll be three hours, but I'm still going to live it out. Because after those three days, we know what happens. The death of the firstborn. What was Jesus but the death of the firstborn? Okay. So, what we have now in plague number 10 is the revelation of Yahweh 
as the Lamb of God. This is where we miss the point. What is this plague about where we always focus on the death of the firstborn? It's not about the death of the firstborn. It's not. You know what it's about? The death of the blood of the lamb that's going to be whose blood is going to be painted over the doorpost. So when God says, I'm sending my death angel from heaven to kill all the firstborn, that's not protected. So what was he revealing in that moment? He was revealing who the true lamb of God was going to be. It was going to be the Messiah. What are the two biggest prominent letters in Mashiach? Mem, Mem and Sheen. Woohoo! Think about it. So what is he doing? This 10th plague is an attack on all Egypt and Pharaoh himself who claimed to be a god. It's not just the gods. Think about it. It's also a Pharaoh. He's taking them all out. And this is the price that they paid for throwing the children right into the nile but what's more than that because israel sat idly by and allowed their children to be taken and be thrown into the river jesus had to atone for that sin so why what did he do three days of darkness the death angel comes the firstborn of all Egypt was killed. After the three days of darkness, we know Jesus begins the whole, the final phase of his death. The centurion comes and pierces him. They offer him this, the, the wine. He spits it out. Then they come again and he takes it. And then he says, into your hands, it is finished, O Lord, into your hands I commend my spirit. And he breathes out. And then centurion comes to break his legs. But what do they find? His legs didn't have to. Why? Because he was obedient to his cross. Because he was the blemishless lamb of God who came to take away the sin of the world. It is first, not first revealed because it was revealed earlier, but it is seen clearly through this man, Moses, who, and God said, Moses did and told all Israel, Kill the blemishless lamb. What time was this happening? Obviously Passover. When was Jesus born? Passover. It all comes here. Look at what we just preached on one name. Three Hebrew letters. So, say Hashem, or in Hebrew it would be say Elohim is the lamb of God. But they would also say, they would also read Seha El. Because they're not going to say Elohim. But they still, I want you to understand something. They know Jesus as the Lamb of God. Throughout, throughout Exodus, when it's talking about the Lamb, they call it Lamb of God. It's written that way in Hebrew. So I want you to understand this whole business of the Lamb of God is not a New Testament thing. John just didn't make it up when he saw it. It's literally written in the text. I uh, say ha Elohim. It's way it's written. Or Lamb of the Sacrifice. The Jews know it the same way. He just didn't make it up. So, Father, we give you praise for the coming of Rosh Hashanah, for that man Moses, and what you revealed to us. We offer these things to you in the name of Jesus. 
And as always, God bless, stay frosty, and Semper Fidelis. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace. Down to my